In the creed that we profess every Sunday in the longer form, the Nicene Creed, we say that I believe in God who is the maker of all things visible and invisible. It's pretty clear to us what God has created in visible creation because we can see it. We go outside and we look at the nature that surrounds us. We look at the skies and the beautiful sunsets. We look around and we see one another and we see the Creator God at work. We see His handiwork. But we also believe in God who is the maker of all things visible and invisible. So there are certain things that are invisible to us now. For example, we believe in heaven. And one day that which is invisible to us will become visible. We also believe in the powers of good and evil and these forces that are work in the world, and especially perhaps of the most invisible that the Creator God made were the angels. And this past week in the church, we've celebrated the angels on two different occasions. On September 29th, there was the Feast of the Archangels, St. Michael, St. Gabriel, and St. Raphael. And we're familiar with the archangels a little bit. We see statues of them. We see them in artwork depicted at times. We are familiar with St. Michael, who is crushing evil, crushing the serpent. We pray his prayer, asking him to defend us in our day of battle. We know the story of Mary, who in her home at Nazareth, received the angelic visitor of St. Gabriel, who told her that by the power of the Holy Spirit, she would conceive the Son of God in her womb and give birth to the Savior of the world. And the Archangel Raphael is known to us, who is a healing saint and patron saint also of travelers, that in the book of Tobit, He is walking with Tobiah, and by the power of the archangel Raphael, healing is restored also to one who was blind. And so we know some of these stories of the archangels. And on October 2nd, the church celebrates and remembers the Feast of the Guardian Angels. And in the Feast of the Guardian Angels and the readings that would be heard at Mass on that occasion... Really, the scriptures testify that God has given us each a guardian angel. For example, in the book of Exodus, it says that the angels would go before them to prepare their way. And in the Gospel of St. Matthew, Jesus says that the children have angels who are adoring and worshiping God in heaven. We're familiar with guardian angels, maybe because in your own childhood you had a picture of the guardian angel, that classical image of two children on a bridge and the guardian angel hovering over that child. It's one of those most basic prayers that we learn very early on, angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love commits me here. Ever this day be at my side to light and guard, to rule and to guide. And so we have a familiarity also with guardian angels. And maybe today we can ask that question of, well, how is it that I can deepen my devotion to my guardian angel? What can I do 
so that I might know of the presence of my guardian angel. I think the very first thing is simply to have an awareness, maybe every day, trying to pray that classical prayer of the angel of God prayer. And as you go about your day, maybe you'll sense how your guardian angel is with you, guarding you and leading you, protecting you, all of those things. There are lots of individuals who have testified over time. They said that they felt the presence of their guardian angel at very dire moments. Mother Angelica, the founder of EWTN, she one day was walking, and as she was walking out into traffic, here comes a bus or a car or something, and she is pushed back. There is no force, no one grabs her, but pushed back, and she credited it to her guardian angel. There are others who say that maybe they avoided a car accident because their guardian angel quickly made them aware of whatever situation they were facing. And so some people are truly aware of their guardian angel in those situations. As we become aware of our guardian angel, maybe then we strive not to disappoint our guardian angel. We can often recall some of those, uh, some of those cartoons in which you have the good angel and the devil on your shoulder, the good angel trying to persuade us to do good, the evil one tempting us there. And so really our guardian angel is working for our good and on our behalf, and our guardian angel doesn't want us to choose sin and to fall victim to temptation. And so when we choose the good, well, then we aren't disappointing our guardian angel. So try to live upright lives following the lead of your guardian angel. Maybe another thing that we can do is we can truly trust this guardian angel. We're aware of our guardian angel now, and so we can trust the movements that maybe this angel is leading us and guiding us to certain places or people. Yes, the Holy Spirit does this as well, and so the two perhaps are working in cooperation with one another. And so we can trust then the lead of our guardian angel, especially if that angel is leading us to do good or to give glory to God. I think another little practice that we could foster in order uh, to deepen our devotion to our guardian angel is as we realize the angel is with us, well then our guardian angel can help us in specific moments, especially when it comes to our relationship with God. As we come here today, we can ask our guardian angel to worship with us, to help us to be attentive, to be with us in our prayer. When we prepare to go to the Sacrament of Reconciliation, maybe as you stand in line at the Shrine and Champion, that you ask your guardian angel to reveal to you or make you aware of any sins that maybe you aren't remembering so that you might be able to confess them so we can engage our guardian angel in our sacramental preparation. Maybe just lastly, this is a practice that has been recommended by the saints, and it's one that I've engaged in from time to time. St. Padre Pio, he said and recommended that people would send their guardian angel to him, that if they couldn't seek his counsel in person, well, send your guardian angel to me. 
St. Faustina, in the Diary of Divine Mercy, said that she would often send her guardian angel, especially when she was sick, she'd send her guardian angel to Mass to be there in her stead since she was unable to be physically present there. We can also send our guardian angel. She would look out and she would see the church steeple and she would say, I can't go and pray in the church, but may my guardian angel make a visit for me before the Blessed Sacrament, before the tabernacle. One time when I was in Paris, actually, uh, I had to do an airport transfer from Charles de Gaulle to Orly and I had about six hours in between and I thought maybe I could make it to one of the shrines in, in Paris, uh, Rue de Bac, Our Lady of the Miraculous Medal, and I just was really conflicted about possibly missing my flight or, or what am I going to do with my luggage as I lug it around. And so I opted not to go, but remembering St. Faustina and Padre Pio, I, I sent my guardian angel there. I wanted to pray especially for an individual who was devoted to the miraculous medal and who had some special prayer petitions. And so I sent my guardian angel to go and to pray and to leave those petitions at the feet of Our Lady at that Marian shrine. You know, in these days of the COVID-19, over the last year and a half, there have been people who have been sick, they've been hospitalized, people have died alone, and we were unable to visit them. But maybe we could send our guardian angel to visit someone who is sick, to be with that person, to comfort them if we are unable to be there. And maybe as our guardian angel goes there, the person will recall us and there will be some sort of memory that will bring them comfort in that particular moment. God is the maker of all things, visible and invisible. He is the creator of these angels. And he has set each one of us with a guardian angel to guide us and protect us each and every day of our life. And as we foster a greater love and devotion, awareness about the presence of this guardian angel, well, as we do so, the end goal is for us to be with that angel forever in the kingdom of heaven, where we'll worship God with all the angels and saints.